So we will start the closing ceremony by reciting the Namotasa three times. Please put your hands in Anjali. Arahato Sama Sambodasa Namo Tassa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambodasa Namo Tassa Bhagavato Arahato Sama And now taking the five precepts for those who are leaving today. <coughs> and those who continue to stay here, continuing with their meta practice, just please bear the nine precepts in your heart and mind. Bhutang Saranang Gachami, Dhammang Saranang Gachami, Sangang Saranang Gachami. Dutiyampi Bhutang Saranang Gachami, Dutiyampi Dhammang Saranang Gachami, Dutiyampi Sangang Saranang Gachami. Tatiyampi Bhutang Saranang Gachami, Tatiyampi Dhammang Saranang Gachami, Tatiyampi Sangang Saranang Gachami. Amabanti. Hanadipata Viramani Sikapadang Samadiyami Adinadana Viramani Sikapadang Samadiyami Kame Sumichachara Viramani Sikapadang Samadhyami Musawada Viramani Sikapadang Samadhyami Sura Miraya Majapamadatana Viramani Sikapadang Samadhyami 
Amapanti. And now Sayadaw will offer the helpers a little present, offering them a shawl and an envelope containing 10,000 chats. So first, the nun will receive her present, the helper nun. These are helpers from the village of Pienza and they come every day to help here in the center. It's these helpers who bought the samosas. And maybe 
mentioned that for more help for us who are not here right now, so she takes the shawls for these helpers. So the next point in this closing ceremony is that Sayadaw will give uh, a talk. Sayadaw is very happy, he's very pleased, and he's proud of you who have come here to the Chamyemyain Meditation Center um, near Pionlin, that you've come here to practice Metta Meditation. So you are all Brahma Vihari, and you have come from far away. And um, the expenses for traveling here were quite significant. And uh, it took a long time to travel here. And you had to take leave from your work uh, in order to come here. And the journey traveling here was quite tiring. However, um, having come here and practicing metta meditation and by doing so understanding the nature of metta, being able to taste the flavor of metta, so with this experience um, of experiencing um, metta, all the hardships all the time that you needed to come here, all the expenses and all the work to come here. Um, is, is not really a problem anymore or it's, it has been well worth all the time and travel and hardship, hardships to come here in order because you have experienced the flavor of metta.
So, through your practice of metta meditation, you have come to really understand the, the nature of metta. You have experienced the taste of metta. And so, with this, all the hardships um, that were involved in coming here have like been evaporated. And also it's well worth to have spent the money to come here and uh, the travels, the time to come here. And so, with Sayadaw's instructions on how to practice metta, how to cultivate loving-kindness, um, you have become a Brahma Vihari, one dwelling like a Brahma, and with that you are able to dwell like this for the rest of your life. And so, um, you know, until the end of your life, you can live peacefully, happily, with a calm and serene mind. And so then, at the end of your life, when you die, then for sure you will be reborn either in the Deva realm or the Brahma realm. And if at the end of your life, when you die, well, just before death, if you are absorbed in a metta jhana, then for sure you will be reborn as a Brahma. And if you do not die while absorbed in a metta jhana, but if metta is just present in your heart and mind and then die at such a moment, then for sure you will be reborn as a deva. So now going back where you live, uh, please uh, try to always cultivate metta, to always dwell in metta. So, back to your regular uh, life, 
you simply can continue with your metta practice as you have been practicing here in the general activities, cultivating metta for all beings while you are taking a shower or while washing your clothes or while eating or doing your work, doing your business and so on. And then uh, on the weekends when you don't need to go to work Saturday, Sunday then you can take more time to spend on the cultivation of metta. And um, if you practice and live like this then um, you will be able to lead a happy and peaceful life. So, if you live with metta, dwell in loving-kindness, then this will make your life happy and peaceful and also your work, whatever you undertake, will be successful. And also by dwelling uh, in metta, then the relationships within your family will be uh, good relationships and there will be mutual understanding and peace. And when you don't need to go to work or when there is a holiday, then you can spend more time on metta. So then, uh, first of all, you can start cultivating metta for your family, wishing, may, may my family be well, happy, and peaceful. May my family be well, happy, and peaceful. It's really the most important thing to have metta for all the members of the family. Because we are together with the members of our family all the time, day and night. This is why it is so important to um, be friendly with each other, to have good relationships with each other. Only then um, can we live together harmoniously and peacefully. Yeah. 
So if there is no metta for a member of the family, um, if a member of the family has no metta, so then um, the living together can be difficult, there can be hardships. That's why, uh, first of all, cultivate metta for your family. That's the most important thing. Then, as a second step, cultivate loving-kindness for the people at work, for those people uh, you work together. So if you work in an office, then cultivate metta for all the people in the office. Or if you sell things on the market, then cultivate metta for all uh, in the market. If the people working in the same company um, are not able to live together peacefully, friendly with each other, without metta, then uh, many problems can arise in the company. One feel, one experiences mental stress, physical uh, discomfort, and it also can lead that um, one is not successful in one's work, or that the work um, gets destroyed or does not uh, be completed. So that's why, as a second step, it is important to cultivate metta for the people you work together. And by cultivating metta for all the co-workers in this way, um, benefits that may arise from this are that one mm, will be praised in one's work or gets some bonus or that um, one's salary will be increased. And then as a third step, cultivate metta for all the people in the country where you live. And then as the fourth step, cultivate metta for all living beings. So if you have 
uh, some good chunk of time for the practice of or cultivation of loving kindness, then cultivate metta uh, for these four categories or at least for these four categories. If you cultivate metta, loving kindness in this way, then um, you will feel happy and peaceful both in body and mind. You will be also uh, successful at your work and everything will uh, go smoothly. So Sayadaw has told you now how uh, you can, how you are able to live your life peacefully and happily until you die, how you can be successful in your work and all endeavor. So um, may all of you uh, be people uh, who can live in this way. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. And also in the future years, may you be able uh, to come and practice metta meditation. And now, Dovi Ranyani will give a short talk. Just two weeks ago, we all came together. We gather here as Dhamma family. And we've been cultivating this beautiful heart quality together of loving-kindness. And now some of you will leave. Conditions change. This coming together and coming apart and coming together and coming apart. It's not just the retreat. This is what life does. And if we have this beautiful quality of metta, this constant coming together and coming apart, gain and loss, is easier to live with, is easier to rest with. This gives the heart a safe place to rest and a place for the compassion to grow. Sayadaw has given you just now some very detailed instructions on how to continue the retreat. Because the form of the retreat here may end for some of you today. But the retreat begins when you go out the gate.
And as you know, the conditions of the world are challenging. Some people have said, how do we cultivate metta out there? Sayadaw just told you how. And then often the next words are, but it's so hard. Of course it is. Sometimes the hardest things are the best things. So please don't be discouraged. Please keep going. Go to sleep with metta. Wake up with metta. Carry this tenderness for yourself from the night into the morning and see if you can carry that tenderness through your day. Being creative with this form because it's very, very flexible. And really a heartfelt thank you for your practice here, for taking this light of metta into a world that is more and more divisive, where hatred is more and more in public spaces. You are the resistance to that, the quiet resistance. All you need to do is to keep going and people will notice. And you do not know what difference this will make. Maybe it doesn't feel like anything, but who knows? Who really knows? This is what we must do in this world right now. So thank you for being Brahma Vihari and thank you for taking this Brahma Vihara out into a world that needs it now more than it has needed it in a long, long time. And now Arya, Arya Nyani, Bauman, will give a short Dhamma talk. So here is Arya. <laughs> As Sayadaw has said once in his talk, just right now, Dovira Nyani has said it again, you are Brahma Vihari, specifically Metta Brahma Vihari, one dwelling with a heart filled with Metta. You have trained, strengthened this quality, and now it means to carry it out into the world, to really manifest it with all your life with your behavior of body, speech, and mind. And as we know, out there in the world, with its busyness and all the many uh, sense impressions that bombard you a lot of the time, it's too easy just to fall back into the habit 
of being sucked into buy me, get me, listen to me, and so on. If we want to integrate the metta, you know, it's one thing to remember to dwell in metta. And so whenever you remember to dwell in metta, then you can do it, the moment. And as the Buddha said, already dwelling one moment in metta is so beneficial, so good. And apart from the instructions that Sayadaw has given you right now, how you can practice in day-to-day life, I want to add some other practical instructions which I found helpful in my practice, in my life. You have been again and again encouraged to be my no to be cultivating metta in the day-to-day activities while brushing your teeth while eating while putting on your shoes while doing your yogi job and this is the place or the aspect of the practice that you can take in your day-to-day life you know instead of absent-mindedly brush your teeth just cultivate metta for these two, three minutes. Can be for yourself, can be for a dear friend, can be for the teacher, can be for all living beings. Doesn't matter who the object is, but. But cultivate metta. Or, I have a loud enough voice. (laughs) Or, you know, waiting times are great times to cultivate metta. Waiting at the doctors, waiting at the red light, waiting, queuing up at the checkout counter. You know, half a minute of metta, ten minutes of metta, instead of, you know, worrying and will I make it or... um, fantasizing, metta, just remember it. Or when going to work, you know, if you take the bus or uh, the train, you're there in the train, you can sit and just cultivate metta for the person sitting next to you or for everybody in the carriage or for the driver of the bus, of the train. And so then you have already maybe half an hour of metta practice, you know, without having to sit at home in the corner on your cushion. And so if you remember throughout the day to practice cultivate metta while waiting, while going to work, while walking upstairs, while undressing, it adds up. And at the end of the day, you have quite a a um, lot of time that you spend cultivating metta. And then, of course, you know, not only cultivating in the heart, in the mind, but manifested in actions of body and speech. You know, like the example I told you of the Israeli meditator 
on the phone call to the newspaper company, not being upset, but talking very friendly. Or the Swiss policeman in Alton who paid the fine himself. Many years ago when I was studying and had to go to Zurich to the conservatory every day, taking the train, and at that time the train conductor came every time, you know, to check your ticket. And, you know, it was morning, 7, 7.30, many people going to work, many students going to Zurich. And, you know, people either reading a newspaper, no mobile phones yet, <laughs> um, or others, you know, just dozing in the train. And the train conductor coming into the carriage and kind of shouting, he also not being very awake yet. Ali Bile, bitte vorwiese. Please show your tickets. And so people, you know. But then, one morning, there was a train conductor coming into the carriage. And what he was saying was, Good morning, everybody. Please, can everybody show their tickets? And it was amazing the difference it made in the train. You know, people from behind their newspaper looked up. A smile was on their face. And people, you know, in the compartment actually looked at each other, giving each other a smile, some nodding each other. Grüezi, Guten Morgen. You know, it doesn't need much. And it can make such a big difference, a beautiful difference. So, remember, just remember it time and again, time and again, time and again, getting better at it. So, there are you know, no adequate words to express my appreciation and gratitude for your practice and for continuing your practice. And I know all of you will make a difference out there in the world. Sadhu, sadhu. So I'm very glad to see all of your metaphysics. <laughs> I hope you will bring the meta with you. So to experience a fruitful day, we should have to be the, how to say, we should have the positive thoughts. So if people respect and talk nicely to you, so respect and talk, nicely to them. If this, uh, some people 
does not respect and talk badly to you, still respect and talk nicely to them. So we have to do like this. And like, uh, do not allow the actions of others to kind of uh, to decrease your goodness because um, doing good to others is, is a kind of the, this is very good, doing good to others is a, not a duty. It is a joy because it increases our own health, happiness within us. And, and also the, we are always doing the meritorious deeds. So whatever you are performing, any meritorious deeds, you have to think about to share merits for all living beings because they are visible and invisible beings who are suffering a lot. So they are waiting for your merits. So think about this, to share merit every day. By receiving the merits, they can be reborn in a better existence. So thinking about every day for them. And so may the triple gem, the Buddha, the Ma and Sangha, just take care of you and bless all of you. And also the, how can I say, the, may your, the, every heart be filled with metta and happiness. See, may all of your, this, the metta contribute the happiness and peace of mind. Thank you very much for your attention. And now we are going to offer the dana, the three bowls of dana. So first of all, Patrick, can you come please? You can take Sayadaw's bowl. And Mata, maybe you can stand here. And Matve will uh, accept it on behalf of Sayedo. Sadu, Sadu, Sadu. And now Anton, please. He will offer the ball for the donna- with the donations for the center. Also Matve will accept it on behalf of the center. 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 
Satu, satu, satu. And now Kerstin, she will offer it to Doviranyani and myself. And now, dedicating and sharing all the merits. By dedicating and sharing these merits, please bear in mind all the merits that you have um, gathered during these two weeks that you have been here practicing. So it's the merits of keeping the sila, the precepts, your virtuous conduct. Then it's the merits from the practice of meditation, bhavana. It's the merits of listening to the Dhamma, then it's the merits of uh, doing the voluntary work here in the center, your yogi jobs that you have performed, and it's also the merits from your generosity, the donations you have made for the center, for the teachings, for Sayado, for Viranyani, and for Ariya also the donations you have made for uh, meals that you have offered. So bear in mind all these different merits that you have accumulated during these two weeks. So dedicating these merits to uh, become free from all kinds of suffering as quickly as possible, to become fully liberated, and then to share these merits with all living beings. Yes, 
So please repeat. Itang me tanang. Itang me silang. Itang me pavana. Nipanasa. Pachayo. Hotu. Imano. Punyapakan. Sapa satana. Dima. Sapi sata. Sukita hontu. Satu. 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 And so to close this closing round, we will chant the four aspirations, Sabe Sata Avira Hontu. Sabe Sata Avira Hontu. Sabe Sata Abhya Pacha Hontu. Sabe Sata Anika Hontu. Sabe Sata Sukhiyatanam Pariharantu. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.